Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and I'm excited this week. We're going to do a series called the Living Series, looking at how are you living. I know a lot of people uh, as followers of Jesus struggle to have hope and just say, man, I want to live better. I want to live well. I want to live a God-honoring life. And you're at the right place this week because I've got a wonderful guest. Uh, A few years ago, I was... uh, at South and Christian worshiping on a Sunday and when the music set was over one of the worship leaders prayed and as she was praying it was if if God was speaking to me through her prayer most of the time I just say thanks God and go about my day but that night I kind of felt the Holy Spirit nudging me saying you know you should email them and let them know how God was speaking to them through that prayer uh, they responded uh, with a nice email thanking me for sharing that moment and said hey you know that was the desire of my heart that morning when we prayed that god would speak to each person there in some way and so today uh, joining me uh, from that beautiful prayer several years ago is amanda carter and amanda uh, thanks for being with us this week yeah i'm glad to be thanks for having me well the topics we're going to talk about you and i met a few weeks ago ago uh, you introduced me to a great place european delights oh it's so good <laughs> <laughs> I've been slumming a little bit with the, uh, you know, hanging out at Starbucks and things like that. And, man, after going to European Delights, uh, I think they gained a new customer. So good stuff there. We enjoyed it there over in the uh, Brandon Crossing area, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, a little free advertisement for them, but good stuff. But we were talking about just, you know, we see a lot of people living in defeat in so many areas of their life. And Mm -hmm. we talked about four topics. Uh, God kind of showed up living through grief, living in the middle, living in worship and living in victory and unfortunately uh you know we talk about grief and um, we all know that that's part of living in life uh, that we're going to have loss and disappointments yet the good news god is with us but the reason i wanted to have you share is uh man you know what it's like to to grieve don't you yes i do i've had like many people small griefs you know from losses or disappointments but also some what i call major griefs. Um, Probably the two of those that are the most major would be the loss of my sister unexpectedly and then the loss of my marriage. With that comes the loss of what you think your life will look like and the loss of a family just for me and for my kids. So those would be my two major losses. Yeah, well, man, those are so tough. Uh, Yeah, they are. I can relate to the loss of a marriage. Uh, Unfortunately, I've not uh, lost a sibling. Uh, Just share a little bit what that's like. uh, I I know you and your sister were close, so share a little bit about her, about Lauren. It's Uh, her name was Lauren, and she is very different from me. She loved big. She laughed big. She was a presence when she was around you knew it and she was a truth teller and she didn't care how you felt about it and so she was a lot braver than me in general Um, but she'd been in a difficult season in her life and God had really brought her out of it and was redeeming a lot of things in her life and she had met a wonderful guy named James that actually was on staff with me at Southland and um, they got married and it was great we celebrated them and then three weeks later we were all sitting at her funeral. And so it was really odd uh, to celebrate a wedding and then to all be sitting in a room, you know, grieving her. So that was unexpected. And really, I would say the first time that I felt that level of unexpected loss and grief. Mm. Well, heart hurt so bad. And uh, 
with her her death I mean it was unexpected right totally yes so I woke up I was getting my kids ready for school and James called and said hey she has passed out the paramedics are here and so as I'm trying to figure out dropping both of my girls off at school um, he's calling and giving me updates and as I was driving out she they were taking her to the RJ Corman emergency room out in Nicholasville and as I'm driving out there, I'm praying all the things that you would think that I'd be praying. You know, God bless the doctors. God give her peace. God be with James. And I suddenly just felt like I needed to stop praying. And um, in a way that God whispers to you sometimes, you know, that we hear it on the inside. We don't hear it with our ears, but we hear it with our heart. Um, I felt God ask me a question. And he said, where was I when Lazarus died? And I said, out loud you were with his sisters and I heard the same whisper that's where I'll be with you today and so even in that moment I did not process that she was going to die I can't say that I got it in that moment because you're just not there yet I mean we were just had just spoken we were just talking I didn't know how this could be possible that she would die but God really gave me that going into it um my mom always says that God goes before us, and I think that it's important to know that even in grief, He goes before you. So He goes before us in the good things, the good paths, but He also goes before us in the hard paths and the suffering. Um, we know that the Bible says that Jesus was Himself a man of sorrows, mm -hmm. acquainted with grief, yeah. and that was really something that helped me to grieve because I knew that Jesus understood that I wasn't going through something that he was not familiar with, you know, and I knew that he had grieved my sin mm -hmm. and all sin, and so that I had been the cause of some of his grief, too. So um, that helped keep perspective for me, um, but it's a trauma, no matter how you look at it. It's a sudden loss. Your brain doesn't know how to process it, yeah. you know. I think about how... Um, the Bible tells us that God has set eternity in our hearts. Mm. And as I was going through the grief process, the Lord was really kind to sort of reveal, I never meant for death to be a part of the equation. I never designed death. I designed life with me forever. And so death is still confusing to us. It's still hard or loss. We were never meant to lose anything. That's not what we were created for. Um, he's not a withholding God, and so it feels odd to us to grieve. We don't know exactly what to do with it, but thankfully he's kind, and he helps us do it well. Well, he most certainly is, and just tuned in. We're talking with Amanda Carter. Um, she is a worship leader. She's a wonderful teacher of God's Word, and uh, we're talking about a, we're having a living series this week. Today our topic is living through grief, and mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that, you know, God becomes real when you grieve, doesn't he? It's true. Yes, he absolutely does in a new way. And he, he sort of has to because you're in this place, and at least for me, especially with my sister, I was thinking, where is she? I mean, I've grown up with her my whole life. I can't remember my life without her, and I can't see her, but I believe she's alive because of what the Bible tells me. And... um it's a, it's a new way. It makes you have to really decide, do I believe all of these things that I've been saying for all of these years, that there's a real God and a real heaven 
and that she's still there. Um, and God really showed up for me in a cool way with that. Um, I was waking up one day and just in a really hard place, and I felt like I was at a crossroads of belief. It was in a season of the grief where the pain was just so hard. And I was thinking, I need to know that you're real. You don't owe me anything. I remember praying that. You don't owe me anything. I know the cross was enough. But I just really need to know that this is not just stuff I read about and talk about. I need to know you are real. And so I had asked. We had a staff meeting that morning at church. And I asked the Lord, said, if, if you are, then I need us to all get on our knees and pray at staff meeting this morning. Well, we had never done that. There was a lot of us. You know, that was a big staff. So you didn't often get asked for everybody to get on their knees. And so I knew it was a bit of a reach. And so normal staff meeting, we get to the end of it, and one of our leaders gets up and says, okay, for our prayer time to close out today, I just really feel like if you're physically able, we should all get on our knees across the room. I have no idea what he prayed (laughs) or what he said because I just hit my knees And I knew that that was for me. And I just have never looked back. You know, God was really good to give me this stake in the ground and this marker to know that he had met me right where I was. He didn't owe me that, but he still offered it. I think that's part of the hope we can have in grief is that we don't have to hide it from him. Where we are, we can bring our full grieving process to him. He already knows. That's the ironic thing he knows what you're thinking he knows where your heart is but to say it out loud to him rather than to hide from him or run from him or even to be really angry with him instead just to bring it all to him and um, Mm. that was really helpful for me and he really showed up in a real way and I we know he's going to the Bible tells us he's close to the brokenhearted he's near to those who are crushed in spirit he leans in. He doesn't go backwards. He leans in when we're in those places. And so feel like for anybody who is grieving, that he'll do that. He'll do that for you, too, in a way that ministers to you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. God, everybody grieves in different ways. Right. And, um, you know, one thing that you were talking about, the praying on the knees. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's just something. I tell you, when I do that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know why, but just you get in that I guess a humble, you know, place Absolutely. of getting on your knees. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like God just becomes real. And mm-hmm. um, have you found that when you do that? Oh yeah, for sure. There's something about the matching your posture with your physical body to the posture of your heart that I think is really important. Um, I think it sort of aligns those two things. You know, your spiritual man and your physical man, mm-hmm. getting them into alignment. And it's also a reminder how big he is. Yeah. It's it's an interesting relationship with God, I think. I don't know if you think that, but just how big He is. Absolutely. How powerful, how awe-inspiring, and also how personal. Those are two very different things, um, but He's both. He's all those things, and all of that is accessible to us through Christ, which is really cool. Amen. Amen. Uh, one thing said last year just kind of was getting in a just a you know bad place mentally, emotionally, yeah. and I. Uh, 
just said, you know what? I rolled out of bed one morning and just got on my knees and I just said, God, and I started thanking him for yes. five things. Yes. And it is or just something when you humble yourself and realize I can't do this on my own. And God, I, you know, I want to thank you and praise you, but I also want to invite you. Uh, yes. It, it just kind of starts your day in a different way, doesn't it? It totally does. It sets the tone for the day and it reminds you who's in charge. Yeah. And that's that's important. It's important for me. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I met a few weeks ago. We were talking about, um, you know, you've learned to grieve a couple experiences. And one thing you share with me is just giving people space to grieve the way they need to. Mm. Talk a little bit about that. Well, we learned this as a family. So I had two small children who were six and two. And so they were grieving the loss of my sister in different ways. And then my parents, obviously, grieving it in their way, too. And we really did grieve this as a community because so many people had celebrated with them and with James and with her. And so it, we were really fortunate in that it was a collective loss. So there were a lot of people walking through the grief process with us. But we had to learn to let each other grieve the way that we needed to. So my mom and dad grieved differently, you know, and they gave each other room to do that. I know statistically grief is very difficult, especially the grief of a child on a marriage. And I think a lot of times that's because people expect to grieve the same, you know, and we had to give James room to grieve the way that he needed to grieve. And I think that's because the loss is unique to each person. I lost a sister, they lost a daughter. He lost a wife and the future he had planned with her and he lost it quickly. So we're all grieving. We lost the same person, but we were grieving different losses, what that meant to us. And so I do, I think it's really important to give people space to grieve the way they need to, not in an unhealthy way. We don't want to encourage anybody to go off the deep end or make poor choices because that's just grief upon grief but to in a healthy way say I can let you grieve the way that you need to and that's a really loving thing to do in grief. Well unfortunately we're out of time but we're going to continue our conversation with Amanda Carter. We're looking at a, a living series this week just helping you live closer to Jesus to live in victory but we're dealing with the topic today and we're going to touch on it a little bit more tomorrow talking about living through grief. So I hope uh, if you miss this that you'll go to our website hopeishere.today and catch the podcast of this program but for Amanda Carter I'm Greg Horn. We'll see you tomorrow on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today.